Hey, do you want to thrive in 2024? Well, here's a bonus episode of the Love Monday podcast that's designed to help you practice some of the things we've been talking about in the last few episodes. Buckle in. Let's go. Hey, it's the Love Monday podcast, the podcast to help you love Monday just like Friday, but for a different reason. Hey everyone, welcome to this bonus episode of the Love Monday podcast. We are in the middle of talking about the seven bridges of a solid relationship. And if you're just joining at this late date on the Love Monday podcast, you're wondering what does having a solid relationship have to do with Loving Mondays? Well, a little bit of background, first of all. Loving Mondays, just like Friday, but for a different reason, has been my battle cry for the last 10 years. And I've been sharing that with individuals teams and organizations to help people love Monday just like Friday but for a different reason has been my mission and goal and it still is but I'm telling you there are other areas in life worth seeking to thrive and I've spoken to a lot of people who say you know what I love Monday but I have a little difficulty on the weekend because my family relationships or my romantic relationship, my partnership is not where it ought to be and I kind of sometimes dread going home. And those are some pretty basic things that we can fix. And so we're in the middle of talking about the seven bridges of a solid relationship. So far we have three episodes, well, I guess four episodes. We had one episode, I think it was episode 59, to kick the whole thing off and introduce you to the concept. Then we talked about bridge number one, which is attraction. Then we talked about bridge number two, which is bias for communication. Then we talked about bridge number three, which is emotional availability. Now I want to kind of take a little bit of a sidetrack with this bonus episode because I witnessed something in a restaurant. I'm, I'm vacationing in New Zealand right now. And if you hear birds in the background it's because I'm outside recording this podcast and you probably hear car noises in the back because I'm not too far from a country road and every once in a while a car comes by but this time I want to talk about I want to give you some practice and it's just going to be some theoretical practice because this is something I witnessed and you'll see this too when you go out and people watch and you might have experienced these things on your own but I'm going to give you three scenarios of couples I witnessed in a restaurant a few days ago And I want you to apply the seven bridges to these situations and see in these couples who were hitting on the seven bridges and who, which of them were not hitting on the seven bridges. Seven bridges, I'll give them to you now and then I'm going to give them to you again at the end so you can practice this. Seven bridges are number one. Now, if you use the seven bridges, you might put them in a different order. This is the order that works for me. Number one, attraction. Are you attracted to this person or not? Number two, a bias for communication, that you want to communicate. Even when times are hard, you want to communicate with each other. Number three is emotional availability. And with this, sometimes goes hand in hand your attachment style, your secure or insecure attachment style. Number four is a safe haven for communicating and for interacting so that you can build a secure base from which to separate from each other at times and know you're going to come back, to feel so secure about where you are that you don't have to worry about anything. Number 
five is sexual compatibility. Number six is intimacy, which I define as knowing deeply and being deeply known. And number seven is where you actually have crossed the first six bridges and you, you're willing to commit and ready to commit to that relationship. So with those seven bridges, I want to I want to share with you these three couples that I witnessed and they were all at different tables but I sat there and the first couple was an older couple and when I saw them first they weren't sitting as a as a couple he was sitting at the table and then she came and joined him and as she came and joined him in the chair across from him he pulled his chair around to the side to be closer to her and they seemed to be just communicating with each other they were having a great conversation they were enjoying the view which is a beautiful view out the window and they seemed to just be interacting the whole time they were having they're enjoying their dinner um, they seemed to be laughing they seemed to enjoy whatever conversation they were having I couldn't hear what was going on but they were really engaged with each other the next couple I saw was a younger couple, probably in their early 30s. And when I noticed them, she was sitting alone at the table. And then he came back with some drinks from the bar. And as he did, he approached her kind of from behind, put his hand on her shoulder, around her back, and then kissed her on the cheek, sat down. She had been sitting there on her phone and texting or checking social media or whatever. And as he sat down, they exchanged, you know, he, he mentioned something about what they ordered or something like that. And I don't know what it was exactly. And as they were talking, she went back to her phone and he sat there clearly adoring her <laughs> and trying to engage in a conversation. And it was limited success. It was with limited success, but every once in a while she'd get back to her phone, but he kept with her and kept trying to engage. The other couple I saw more directly because they were at a table right in front of us and we were sitting back from the window and they were right against the window. And I first noticed her in the line at the bar ordering drinks. And when we came back to our table because she was in the line behind us, he was sitting at the table. I had no idea that they were together, but then she joined him with a couple of drinks. and He was sitting on his phone and engaged in something on the phone. And she would try and engage him in conversation, and he would answer questions but not look at her. And she kept trying to engage with him, and then I noticed she got up and went and got them some water. And she came back with two glasses of water. And then it came time for their, they got buzzed for their food, they got the little buzzer went off and they went to get their food and they both went to go get the food um, they apparently had three bowls of food to bring back and she brought back two and he brought back one and sat down and went back to his phone and she kept trying to engage him and was really not met with much success at one point she kind of gave up and got her phone out too and then a little while later he stood up with his water glass to go refill it and she said, hey, would you mind filling mine up too? And he kind of woke up like he did not even expect that. Like he, did, like he was alone almost. And he said, oh, yeah, sure, I'll get it. And he grabbed her glass and went and got water and brought it back. So of those three couples, I want you to apply the seven bridges to these situations. Again, they are attraction, communication, a bias for communication emotional availability, a safe haven and secure base, 
Sexual compatibility. I don't know that you'll be able to do much with that one. Um, number six, the, la- the next to last one is intimacy, knowing deeply and being deeply known. And number seven is that point where you feel so confident and so comfortable in that relationship and it's so strong and you've crossed all those bridges that you say, yes, I'm surrendering, I'm committing, I'm in this. And we both are. Given that, given those scenarios, I want you to go through that now. Take that, think about those seven bridges, and if you want to want more detailed explanation about what all those mean, go back to episode 59 where we introduced this, listen to that one, and see if you can apply this principle to these three couples, or these principles to these three couples, and see which bridges you think they're crossing and which ones they're not. It's a kind of a fun exercise, and the reason I know this is a fun exercise is because when I developed this framework for myself, This was never intended to be shared with anybody, but I've had so many people ask me about it and then come for coaching about it that it must work. And so I have, I actually took the seven bridges and I went back and applied it to as many relationships as I could remember, as many even dating situations that I could remember to see where were we crossing the bridges and where were we not. And it's pretty fascinating actually when you give it a try. So I want you to try it out. I gave you three scenarios, and you might be able to think of other scenarios. You might even think of your own scenario and where you might be missing. And once you do this, continue to listen because I'm going to go through the rest of the bridges and you can apply those things to you if you want to. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.